Well, you either have to adapt or be left behind. Uh, I think you have to try to reach your ideal client before they, they know they even need you. So if you can reach them early in the process, uh, you know, like we try to reach uh, candidates real early when they're first starting to run for office, you know, provide them with some solid information. And then by the time they get to the point that they need your service, you know, you're already top of mind. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Shane Daly of Online Candidate. Shane, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks, Gresh. Good to be here. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Shane so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Shane has nearly two decades experience as a web developer with a focus on search optimization and online marketing. He's a partner of Daily Professional Web Solutions and OnlineCandidate.com, which provides political campaign website solutions. He developed the Online Candidate Content Management System and is the author of the book, Running for Office as an Online Candidate. Shane, Great to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. I am. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Sure, sure. Okay. So um, this began back around, back in 2003, we had a friend of ours who ran for office and uh, she was an underdog in a local campaign uh, and she needed, you know, whatever help she could get. And we wanted to help her. And uh, I thought the best way to help her was to build a campaign website. And of course, back in 2003, this was before having, you know, like an online presence was like a big deal in online, in political campaigning. So um, the site we built for, you know, crude by today's standards, but it was, uh, it was successful and had a big impact on the campaign. Um, it raised some issue awareness, you know, on the, the local developments and uh, some of the backroom deals that were being made without, uh, without the public's input. So um, one thing that helped was that the candidate's website came up uh, for web searches on our opponent's name. Mm. So uh, there were a number of like unflattering articles that appeared and this was due to linking out to them to, you know, kind of influence uh, those article rankings. Uh, back then, today they would be, back then that was called Google bombing, you know, a few links to a, to a particular thing and you could rank for it. Uh, that doesn't really work as well today, but um, you know, back then it, it had all the effect we needed. So, um, you know, the campaign, they also promoted the website offline on signage and in like newspaper article, made sure the candidate mentioned it and the bets publicity, it spooked the opponent and it led him to spend a whole ton of money on a campaign, on a competing site, on another campaign site. And he tried to give his side of the story, but um, it was a flash based site and it really didn't work too well. So. Um, in the end, our candidate won the election, and that success gave us the idea of using our web skills to help with some uh, other local candidates. Um, you know, uh, I thought the web was going to be a powerful tool for organizing people, and you know, at the time, building a website uh, took a pretty fair amount of technical skill. Um, and so that idea led to the creation of Online Candidate, which uh, we launched in end of 03, beginning of 04. It didn't take that long to for the original uh, system to get started. So, um, you know, we 
basically put together a process to let people order a, you know, a website package online. Um, originally, we'd register the domain name and manually install the content management system with, you know, a bunch of pre-paged, pre, pre-made pages and tools. And the client could then choose from, you know, different headers and color schemes and kind of get the look that they wanted. Um, and today, you know, 2021, uh, the online candidate system, it's fully automated for domain registration, you know, and account setup. And so, you know, clients can immediately register and just start building out their website, um, you know, has in built in tools and, you know, it produces, you know, sites that uh, have a variety of features with forms, they're mobily responsive, that sort of thing. Um, you know, and then we also, in today and over time, we added additional services like uh, uh, custom design. We also have site setup. Um, we also do social media setups to help the clients, you know, get their online presence going faster. That's nice. kind of it in a nutshell. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you for telling that story. You definitely, uh, for, for uh, like, I'm going to use the word pioneer, you know, in, in terms of understanding, you definitely made a pretty good bet as far as this internet thing kind of working out and being impactful, especially for, you know, candidates. And I imagine there are a lot of people that might be listening to this that know somebody or thinking about running for office and, and wish they would have kind of leaned a little bit heavier into, you know, your expertise and your knowledge and how that can make an impact in their elections. Yeah, it's, it's definitely grown. I think the watershed uh, real watershed year was actually in 2008 uh, mm-hmm. with the uh, Obama campaign. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even if you want to go track before that, 04 with, um, oh, geez, what was his name? Howard Dean, when he raised a bunch of money online that, you know, and if you go back even further, the, I think the first campaign website for president uh, was Bob Dole and Bill Clinton back in 96. Mm. So it's it's been a long evolution. Yeah, absolutely. But you can definitely see those breadcrumbs and as they build up into being, you know, uh, you know, those those successes and those wins that and how, you know, important and pivotal that has been. And I think necessary uh, for lack of a better term now uh, for many, many people. So um, I know you touched a little bit on like how you work with your clients and what you provide. Could you drill down a little bit more? Let us know a little bit more about that and what that process looks like. Oh, about about what we do Mm -hmm. and Uh, how you serve your clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So, um, Basically, online candidate, it's it's a website platform for, you know, uh, candidates and organizations. Um, and it, it's pretty turnkey. You know, a client can sign up, build their own website, access, you know, our different tools and resources. Um, and then, like I mentioned before, we have like additional um, customization and setup services. Um, and there are, we also provide some additional marketing services like social media setup, um, candidate intro videos, and um, we also offer IP targeting. Um, pretty much our system is, pretty much the way we do things is we set things up for the candidate or the campaign and then turn it over to them for, you know, so that they can update and edit and make any changes they want. We're not actively involved in in each campaign because we deal with hundreds of campaigns every, you know, every cycle, so. Yeah. And that makes so much sense, but getting them set up, you know, for, you know, success essentially, and, and to get that awareness out there so that they can, you know, have those different platforms, those uh, different issues that they're actually able to address and, and kind of have that 24 seven access because everybody can go and see on many different levels, like what they are, what they stand for and their story and what it is that they do and, and plan to do um, if elected. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, things move really fast, so you can't wait around for a web designer to get around to updating your page after some sort of whatever blew up on Facebook or Twitter. So you have to be ready for instant response. 
Yeah, being able to have those tools in place and how to use them is absolutely huge. And, and so I wanted to, to hear about what I like to call your secret sauce, which can be for yourself personally or the business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Um, well, I think I think what makes us unique with a lot of clients is there's there's quite a bit of personal contact with us. Um, I, I don't do this alone. Um, my wife, Carol, she handles the website design and the setup services, and she deals with the clients initially. Um, she's really good with people. Um, <laughs> a lot of our testimonials mention her specifically, you know, and um, we've also worked to make the platform as easy to use for the least technical user. Because, mm. um, you know, a lot of our clients have zero experience in, you know, setting up a website or registering domains or any of that sort of thing. Um, so, like, our system provides, you know, very detailed, like, on-page help with pop-ups and step-by-step um, -step articles on how to do each facet of uh, within the system from like building a page or editing a form or, you know, editing a button, that sort of thing. Um, and we have no problem walking a client directly, you know, directly through the system to show them how it works. You know, once they get the feel for it, you know, most people are able to add and edit their own content, you know, uh, with ease. So I would say, um, you know, our biggest uh, unique selling prepositions, probably just kind of the hands-on aspect to it. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit okay. and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Okay. One thing I do is um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, um, but almost none of them are actually political. Um, so I'm always looking for different information on, you know, SEO, digital marketing, uh, client relation type things, uh, stuff about content development. So, you know, there's a number of blogs like that. Um, not blogs, I'm sorry, podcasts. So I listened to a number of them. And the tip that I would say is I, I listened to them all at like one and a half times speed. Mm -hmm. So the speakers are still understandable, but you kind of get through, you know, each episode in a lot less time. So I do that when I'm driving or outside, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's huge. It's so funny you say that because I, I am much of the same. I'm, I'm from the same camp, so to speak, where I listen to stuff at uh, one and a half, two times speed, just because I think you can get through the information. Of course, if you can you know, listen to it and kind of even retain it a, a lot more. And it's something that I, I didn't even realize that you kind of can train yourself for as well, too. You can start out, you know, gradually doing it and you can start to retain more information. You can get through a lot more and, of course, get that value and everything that you're hoping to get from each episode. Yeah, some I can do twice speed, but it depends on depends on the speaker. You yeah. know, if they're fast speaking to begin yeah. with, then twice the speed they I can't. It's like can't a keep tornado. Up. Twister. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And so I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It could be something you would tell a client, or if you have to tell a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Well, you either have to adapt or be left behind. Uh, I think you have to try to reach your ideal client before they they know they even need you. So if you can reach them early in the process, uh, you know, like we try to reach uh, candidates real early when they're first starting to run for office, you know, and provide them with some solid information. And then by the time they get to the point that they need your service, you know, you're already top of mind. Like, um, for example, like we don't get to, you know, build the website of every candidate who follows us or subscribes to our email list. But at some point, you know, there may be other services that they need that we can provide, you know, and if, they know we provide those services. We're still top of mind, and you know they may still contact us. Yeah, I, I love that, and, and and I think it's it's huge because, you know, 
I think even, you know, Henry Ford has this quote, which is kind of somewhat related, where um, if he would have asked everybody what they wanted to, to want him to build, he would have said a fast, they would have said a faster horse, but understanding what they were looking for and what they needed and to be able to be there, you know, before they're actually potentially asking for it is so huge. So I think that really sounds like it, it drills down to like understanding as much as possible, very, very deeply, like who you're trying to serve and making sure you are there and be able to provide them solutions so that you, they can be successful. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, like the customer journey, um, yes. you know, they you reach them early and, you know, by the time they're ready, they reach that destination, you know, there you are just, you know, waiting to provide for them. Yeah, absolutely. I love that phrase, uh, the customer journey, because understanding that aspect, what that looks like, it allows you to make sure that you're there, not when they're asking for what you're asking for, because they already know you and then they know that you provide it as well, too. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Shane, what does being a CEO mean to you? Um, well, I think being a CEO kind of means looking ahead um, to address the needs of your clients in the future. Um, in what, you know, in the online political uh, campaigning, that's definitely changed an awful lot in the last few years. And especially, uh, you know, during 2021, I mean, 20, 2020 and 2021 with the, uh, the pandemic. Um, so like when the pandemic hit, for example, like we kind of shifted our guidance for how candidates can use the web to, to better reach donors and voters. Um, and even as local candidates switch more and more to uh, like multi-channel, you know, online, offline, mail, that sort of thing, a promotional mix, we kind of have to look ahead to see how we can incorporate those changes, you know, into our own products and offerings to, to help better serve our clients. Yeah, it's so huge. And, and as you said so well, like during a time, especially like this, where there's so many, so much transformation and disruption, it's, huge for us, especially as leaders to be able to kind of lean into, you know, what that looks like and be able to make sure that we are, you know, making that impact, you know, for people. Yeah. You kind of almost have to have a little crystal ball. I know when the, when the pandemic struck, I think I started writing about, you know, the importance of online uh, for campaigns, I think within a week or two of, you know, after lockdown started happening, we're in New York. So, so it happened, you know, we got hit hard yeah, and fast and early with it. So um, you know, and it did kind of prove itself that, you know, a lot of candidate cam candidates campaigns, they weren't able to do anything face to face like fundraising mm -hmm. and even door to door was restricted in a lot of places. Um, so they kind of had to work around that. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you for, for sharing that. And I think too, like, as we were kind of talking about that customer journey and that piece, you know, making sure and, and staying aware and on the, you're, you're kind of your hand on the pulse, so to speak. So you know, when those changes, those disruptions are happening and what they end up being so that you are able to continue to provide that service could continue to be in different spots along that customer journey is huge as well, too. That's true. Yes, it is. <laughs> we got to reach when we reach out in a number of different ways too in, in that process. So yeah, absolutely. Well, Shane, truly appreciate that. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. And of course, get a copy of your book as well, too. Sure. Um, anyone wants to reach out to us, uh, you can do so through onlinecandidate.com. Um, basically, uh, you can go to the contact page and uh, information for reaching me is there. Um, you know, we also have, uh, links to, you know, obviously our products, the book, that sort of thing, uh, check out the blog section. We do have a lot of articles, um, 
that would be of interest to people running for office or looking to run for office uh, as far as uh, online campaigning goes. Absolutely. Well, I definitely appreciate that. And we will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. But Shane, truly appreciate, you know, all the awesome work that you're doing. And like I said, you know, being a pioneer and ahead of the curve, to say the least, you know, with everything that you do and continue to kind of evolve and change and innovate and make sure that you're keeping the customer in mind is something that we all can kind of remind ourselves of. So thank you so much for doing that and reminding us of that, of course. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the IMCEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.